Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. I can't believe I waited too long to make this episode, but it is coming out Saturday morning, so you still got time before tomorrow. Uh, I was just busy. Um, (laughs) But keep in mind that uh, Mother's Day, the week after Mother's Day, is literally a garbage fire in couples counseling. I mean, every year, I hope it was just a fluke the previous year, but women are very resentful and angry in their couples sessions in the week after Mother's Day. And one year I read this statistic that more women sign up for Ashley Madison, the affair site, on the week after Mother's Day than any other week. Now, maybe that was some bullshit marketing, but honestly, it really corresponds with what I see clinically in my practice not the cheating part, but the part about anger, resentment, and uh, profound frustration and sadness on the part of many women after Mother's Day. And we'll get into why that is and how to make your own Mother's Day less apocalyptic after I encourage you to subscribe. As usual, the PSA to subscribe. The next one that I'm going to do is why to initiate sex every day. That's going to be a paid episode. So if you'd like to hear my paid episode on why you, as the higher libido partner, should initiate sex every day, then pay. (laughs) And um, also, you should join separately. Some people think they're going to get two for one. You don't get two for one. These are not the same platforms. You don't have to sign up for anything. But if you'd like to sign up for the uh, Facebook group that's separate from the podcast, it has a lot of smart and interesting people in it that are discussing psychologically minded topics and also having fun. Um, So anyway... Back to the matter at hand. So Mother's Day is usually such a dumpster fire in couples counseling because women, listen, it's not like it's not women's fault that they don't advocate for themselves in many ways. And some of y'all guys are saying, what the hell? My wife doesn't stop advocating for herself for two seconds. (laughs) But a lot of women don't, you know. A lot of women feel like they are doing a lot of stuff for the kids, a lot of stuff for the guy. This may or may not include sex, you know. I've discussed ad infinitum why women would not necessarily think about this as much as they should. Either way, a lot of women feel like they're busting their ass for their families and sacrificing uh, their their body, their sanity, their time, their career. I mean, really everything for the kids. And that's why Mother's Day is often more important for women than, you know, other holidays like Christmas or something. Because Christmas is about the kids, you know. I mean, I don't celebrate Christmas. I celebrate Hanukkah. But I hear people talk about Christmas the week after Christmas. People don't even come into couples counseling. They're just happy. 
because their kids opened up a whole bunch of shit under the tree and everybody felt okay and the only thing that they were dealing with was the toxicity of their families of origin but you know most people can make Christmas work out enough that you know it's not totally terrible about their marriage in couples counseling you know but for Mother's Day the problem is also the other problem is Mother's Day involves frequently women's mothers <laughs> and their mother-in-law so between that it's also a lot of conflict and drama and there's a lot of um you know, jockeying for who's going to be the number one mother that gets to host, like not like uh, some people even, many people don't even want to host, but it turns into something that's represented as, you know, being able to be the, the you know, the real adult versus just your mother's daughter. If This is if you have problems with your mother. So think about it. Does your wife have problems with her mother? Does she frequently get off the phone with her mother and look like a car just ran over her? You know, uh, what about your mother? How does your wife like her mother-in-law? You know, frequently that doesn't go too well either. So if your wife has to interact with either of these people, people, then that's bad enough. Then comes in the fact that the kids are ungrateful. (laughs) If they're not helped to be grateful, they're going to probably be ungrateful unless they're old enough, especially if they're little, then they don't even know what day it is, right? So you really got to do something with the little ones. Believe me, she knows what comes from school and what comes from you. If the thing looks good (laughs) and it's like, you know, uh, something with the handprint and all of this shit usually comes from school. So you have to help your wife feel appreciated on this day. Some guys say one of two stupid things that I dislike. One is, I have a whole post about this. One is, you're not my mother. Why should I do something for you for Mother's Day? Oh, my God. That is, like, the most obnoxious thing to say. Unless, of course, your wife agrees with it. But if your wife wants to be celebrated and honored for Mother's Day because she's a mother of your children, then why would you say something so patently hurtful? You know, you see that this is celebrated, so do it. It's like... Some men say that things like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, etc. are hallmark holidays. So to those men, I usually tell the woman to say, and blowjobs are only for porn. You know, because either we're trying to make each other's dreams come true here or we're not. It doesn't matter if the hallmark industry came up with it or the porn industry came up with it. Whatever the hell it is, try to do it for your spouse if they're really into it. What, how is it any skin off your nose to buy her some shit for Mother's Day? You know, really, it does not take that long. And that's exactly how I'm going to tell you to think about it. But one other second is, so there's the guys who say it's a Hallmark holiday. There's the guys who say, you're not my mother, so I don't want to do anything for you for Mother's Day, which is always indicative of a difficult personality. There's never a guy who's like a real awesome dude and he's like super nice and then he turns to his wife on Mother's Day and says, fuck you, you're not my mother. Like this is always indicative of a greater problem called being a tremendous asshole. And um, so in addition to those two things, like a lot of guys say this one, well, I don't get anything for Father's Day. All right, like, come on, big shit. (laughs) Like, who cares? Father's Day was made after Mother's Day. Mother's Day was the first one. Father's Day was the second one. I can, I mean, if I'm wrong, so sue me, but I could swear that I remember reading this. If I remember, I'll look it up later. But it doesn't make a difference. Mothers historically have been, you know, the primary caretaker of the children and done more with the children. If that is not the case in your family and you really want a big stink about how bad Father's Day is every year, do it 
before Father's Day. Don't make Mother's Day some sort of spite thing where you're going to do a shit job on Mother's Day because the previous year's Father's Day wasn't good. So how about actually then expressing, I would like you to do a big deal for Father's Day. I have not seen this yet in couples counseling after Father's Day. It's just another day. Men don't care. You know, I mean, there was a best of Craigslist many years, if not decades ago by now, that was like, you really want to know what I want for Father's Day? And it linked, and it was like the guy said all these sex things. So that's pretty much what guys would want for Father's Day. It really doesn't have to do with the kids. They know the kids love them. They don't really get off on the same kind of, um, you know, 10 things you love about daddy type of shit. It's cute, but they're not as into it as women are. Men and women are different in this regard. The woman will keep that thing for the rest of her life. The thing where you make a list about, here's the reasons we love mommy that like my four-year-old said. You know, women love that type of stuff. They will hang it up. They will cherish it. They might cry. But like men, you know, it's nice. Or it doesn't happen. <laughs> so, you know, there's the benefit of being a man in many ways is they don't take a lot of this as seriously, particularly vis-a-vis the children, often because they do not feel as women do that they are martyring themselves and sacrificing themselves for the children in the same way. And even the most confident woman who really focuses on self-care and does not martyr herself still destroyed her body to have the child that you can sit down and make a list with about ways that the reason she loves mommy. So that brings us to what should you concretely do for Mother's Day because so many of you say that you like my concrete tips. Okay, fine. Here's what you should do. One thing you should do from the kids, and my list is a very good idea. 10 things that you like about mommy. Of course, if your spouse listens to this podcast, it could go either way. Either she could think at least he took a good suggestion or she could think this lack of creativity is is, is a representative of everything I think about this passive schmuck. But look, it's better than probably whatever else you were going to do. So do the list of things that we love about mommy or hey, why don't you just Google uh, Mother's Day projects to do with your blank year old of whatever is the oldest child you have, you know, because that's the one that can at least, you know, talk and say, you know, things in a list in a semi-normal way. Secondly, if you don't have a lot of time right now, if you didn't do anything before this, but go to the mall, take the fucking children. Don't leave her with the children so that you can go to the mall and get a present the day before Mother's Day. She knows exactly what you're doing. It's going to make everything worse. She's going to be like, why the hell did it wait until, you know, now? Why did he wait until now to do it when he knows Mother's Day is the same day every year? Either way, I've written gift guide for men. Don't try to go creative. Really don't. Look in her closet. Look in her jewelry box. Look at things she already wears. Look at the size of them and go purchase one of them in a brand of something that she likes, that she already likes. Don't go creative. Don't say that that's foolish to just uh, come up with something she already likes. That's nice to get somebody something they already like, as you would like anybody to do for you. You would not want your wife to say, oh, you know what he really wants to go to a U2 concert but I think I'm going to get him Sarah McLachlan because he really needs to branch out he's going to appreciate my creativity no he's not he's just going to feel like you don't know him and 
the same thing with the wife, right? So uh, it goes without saying don't get lingerie or anything like that for Mother's Day. I've never yet met somebody that's that stupid, but you know, there, there's always tomorrow where people don't know anything. Don't ever do that unless your wife loves lingerie, in which case you're not listening to my podcast. You don't need my help. You're in a charmed life. But get her something like literally something from a store that she wears in the size that she wears. That's very nice and thoughtful. Okay, you probably don't have time to ask a partner, not a partner, a friend or her mom if they're close or her sister what she would like. If you do and you can do that, then do that. Women actually really appreciate the idea of you going and asking somebody because that's cute. That means effort. Remember, women want effort. That's all they really want in terms of these gift things. They want effort and no, that's not all they want. They want effort, but a specific subset of effort is uh, taking the time to figure out who they really are and what they really want, right? Because otherwise they're going to say, I've been married to you for 10 years. I've never worn anything from Forever 21. I've not been 21 in 20 years. What the hell is this shirt from? You are just phoning it in. And this is why our marriage is terrible. <laughs> and most of y'all don't even know what Forever 21 is unless you have a tween daughter. But it's a store that your wife would really not shop at unless she's like super young and super trendy. And again, probably not listening to my podcast then. But anyhow, so if you do something that is thought to be effortful and represents that you know who your wife is as a person, that is great. Also, so remember, you got the gift from you. You got the gift from the kids, which is going to be either the list if she doesn't listen to this podcast or you're going to Google cute art project to do with my kid. You're going to do this in the basement. Tell your wife not to come down. Or, you know, be creative. Do it. Tell her to go get a manicure. Tell her to go do something so that she's not in the house when you do this shit, right, with the children. You should have done it already, but I'm trying to help you pull it out here. Next year, by the way, right now, go find Mother's Day 2023. I think it's always the second Sunday of May. And the week before, if not two weeks before, literally put on your calendar, prepare Mother's Day. If people use their calendars more, especially men who in any way tend toward ADHD, you probably put me out of business as a couples counselor. Really, planning is that important to women. But anyhow, going back to this, you have something from you, you have some cute thing from the kid, and then you got to do the card. It doesn't matter. None of it matters if there's no card because the card shows that you care about her. You're going to talk about how much you love her and care about her okay so this is I love you so much because um, you know and then all these reasons that you love her if you could think of five reasons that you love her and put it in a card it'll be probably five more than you put in last year if you even did a card and she will think it's very very cute now if you think why should I do all this shit because my marriage sucks anyway and Father's Day is a dumpster fire and she has not slept with me in three months look is it going to make everything better to fuck up Mother's Day? Obviously not. That's more fuel to the fire. At any moment, people could decide to make their marriages better unilaterally. Even 1%. Even 1%. If you, somebody who is in a disconnected, conflictual, resentful marriage, decide to really do an ace job Mother's Day, I promise you she will feel a little bit better about the marriage, unless she's totally out the door, in which case better know now than later, right? So if you try to do your total A game for Mother's Day, she turns to you and she's like too little, too late, then you 
were like, man, we either need to go to couples counseling or we need to just, you know, call it here. Because I tried. I'm really trying. I'm trying because I want to work on this marriage. And you just said something contemptuous and spiteful. So it indicates to me we may need a bigger, more uh, targeted help than I can get from 15 minutes listening to Dr. Psych Mom, despite the fact that the podcast is so awesome. You should definitely say that in the conversation about the potential dissolution of your marriage. Um, <laughs> but, but anyhow, you see my point. Any moment is the time where you could turn the marriage around. So a good way to turn marriages around is by doing something that the person considers extremely thoughtful. Now, there's, a, there's, there's this whole camp of women that is not similar to myself, but wants time alone on Mother's Day. This is like their big thing. You should have known this already, and you can know it if you think that she always is saying stuff like, oh, it's so sweet that with our friends John and Mary, Mary is going, you know, to the spa for the whole day. If she has ever said anything like that, then she wants to go to the spa for the whole day. So then, good, now you know what to do. So call up a spa, Google it. You work like you would at your job. You know how to do this stuff. And get her a day at a spa. You can give her a gift certificate to it. Maybe it's too late to get her a whole day away from you right now. But, um, but you can get, you could promise her a day away from you in the future by doing this. Now, the reason that um, this one, though, if she's never said anything like that, and you're just getting from the popular media that she would like to be away from you, many women would not like to be away from you, especially if the marriage is not great. There's two camps of women. There's two types of attachment, really. There's preoccupied and there's avoidant. So if she's more of the distancer in the relationship, then yeah, she'd want to be away from you. Also, some secure women would want to be away from you just because they're more introverted and they like to be away. But I'm saying in the situation that your marriage is in distress and that you have a attachment issues within the marriage, there's two types of women. One of them would want to get the hell away from you. It's not even necessarily a good thing, unfortunately, but uh, the other does not ever want to get away from you because she feels like you spend too much time apart, you're too distant, you're too detached, and this would be like the worst possible gift to get her is to go to a spa by herself. I would be in that camp. I would not want to go away from either my husband or my children on Mother's Day. So, um, but there's two camps, as I just said, and some women think this is very nice and thoughtful. So think about if your wife has ever mentioned wanting to do this, and that can help you. Also, by the way, so let's say you do my advice and um, still Mother's Day is tepid. Well, at least it wasn't shit, right? So you had to have achieved something better, but also ask her. Like, people are so scared. It's, they don't want to rock the boat. They don't want to, like... So, so it's, it's so funny because, you know, not funny, ha-ha, but funny, bad, that, like... So let's say you start Mother's Day tomorrow. Let's say that you bring out flowers and a card and a shirt from J. Crew, which she loves. And then you made some little thing with the kids that has all of their fingers, uh, fingerprints and finger paint, and we love you, Mommy. Okay, good job. And then let's say the entire day she still looks at you like you are some form of fungus. Then you have to say to her, by about four o'clock, you know, and the day could potentially still be salvaged, you know, like making sure that she's just not having a bad moment or something, but even maybe do it sooner than that. Say, 
did I fuck something up here? Is something wrong? I tried hard on this Mother's Day, but I'm open to feedback. Is there something that I didn't do? Can you please tell me so that we can make this day better right now? Do not be scared to confront a potential problem as it's looming in front of you. The worst thing to do is to put your head in the sand like an ostrich. Then you know what's going to happen because it happens every time you put your head in the sand. Then the next day, the next week, the next month, she says Mother's Day was terrible, it was horrible, and it's because you didn't do this. And when you hear whatever this is, you yourself are going to be suffused with rage, which is not a beneficial way to feel close uh, to your partner, because whatever the hell it is, you could have done it if she would have just told you. And she didn't tell you because probably she felt that if she had to tell you, then it indicates that you're not close enough. Listen, that's not good if you're a woman listening to this. and There's something he's doing to fuck up tomorrow. Tell him. But if you're a man listening to this, I can't reach into your wife's brain. You're not my couple's counseling clients yet. <laughs> so, you know, ask her. Say, you seem to hate me right now. What is it that I did? Maybe I can fix it. Let's try. Maybe I can fix it. I want this day to go better starting right now. Tell me what I fucked up right now. Very few women will, will say nothing. They'll say nothing once, maybe, if they're in a mood. And then they'll be like, yeah, but the thing is, is that, you know, you know, I really thought that maybe we would go to my mother's. And, you know, it seems that you got us brunch at this place. And so I feel bad about not going to my mother. So you say, fuck brunch then. Let's go to your mother and let's salvage this day. Now, this portion of the episode is not just for Mother's Day. This is a much larger thing. If you feel like something is going to shit and you see from your partner's expression that it is, be extremely proactive in sussing out what it is because you still have the potential to make the day better. And by the end of the day, y'all go to sleep, the day's over. But try to make the day good while it is still there. You can really pull it out in a different sort of way if you believe that you can and you have this proactive confidence, which of course is hard when you're not in the best place in your marriage. But really try to channel this sort of proactive confidence that you have the ability to turn a day around. And if you are the partner, the woman, or sometimes the man too, who just says, nothing, it's fine, it's fine, the day's fine, then don't do that because you're only shitting on your own day. You're only making it worse for yourself. So be the one who, after, let's say, he gives you the card and you're looking around for whatever the thing is that the kids did. And it was nothing. He did nothing. It's as though it's a day that doesn't even involve children. You're like, how in your head you're thinking? Could somebody be so stupid to not involve the children in Mother's Day? This is so stupid on Father's Day and make the kids make this big list probably or a collage or whatever the hell, you know, t-shirt with your face on it. And why did he not involve the children? So that's just a hypothetical. You could say to him, thank you for the card or whatever, but you know, Mother's Day is about the kids, so I'm kind of in a, a sad mood now because the kids were not involved. Maybe you could do something with the kids. That would be like superpower for being a good wife, by the way. If you literally said exactly what you want with enough time in the day before the children's bedtime that he could say, Oh, oh, fuck, you're right, you're right, I should have involved the kids, shit, you're right, okay, well, you know what, we're going to do something right now. 
this would be an ideal sort of uh, interaction that usually only happens after people have like learned how to do this from couples counseling or from practice or whatever, where two people could be completely honest and proactive with one another and help themselves out of the hole that was created uh, by either partner in any sort of miscommunication. So keep this in mind for not just Mother's Day, but for the rest of your marriage and your life is you can always turn a day around, but you just have to be vulnerable enough to ask what you did wrong or to tell your partner what was done wrong and to be very open about the ways that it could be fixed. And that can really can change things around in the moment. There can be do-overs. There can be mulligans for these things, you know, and so if there. If there's any possibility that your wife or your husband on Father's Day or whatever wants a do-over, do it. Do a do-over. What is so much better than being unhappily married to do a do-over, you know? And then you really can, if you do a do-over, do to put a lot more thought into things and make it better. So there will be a portion of you that maybe decide tomorrow will suck and then have this idea in their head and say, why don't I do it over? And then it actually works because some people do this and it really does work for whether it's a birthday, Mother's Day, an anniversary, or what have you. All right. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Good luck to all the fathers. (laughs) And um, I will talk to everybody soon. Make sure to subscribe because the next one is going to be about daily initiation of sex and how this can really change your mind frame. Bye-bye.